0: Welcome to That's the Word Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story Will it make any difference? If the man was not so focused on his mission, he would have been shocked at what he saw. He needed a doctor to come visit a wounded person. What he found in the house were the doctors and nurses lying around, doing nothing at all. By the fireplace, the dishes sat unwashed. No one spoke. No one looked at each other. They just laid there. Out here in the country, it was easy to forget the devastation of war. These mountains were not choked with rubble, debris, and death. But news of the war had clearly reached this house of doctors and nurses, who were scattered about, appearing almost lifeless. The man approached the head doctor and asked for someone to visit the wounded person. The doctor looked back at the man with a blank stare. His eyes were lifeless. We have lost, the doctor replied. Why talk about the wounded? There are a hundred million people today in tears. Are we to make a fuss about the life or death of one or two of them? Even if we do help them, will it make any difference? Our nation will never rise again. We refuse to come. I see, said the man. His response was as sullen as the medical staff. He slowly rose and slunk back the way he came. The head doctor watched the dejected man cross the front yard back to the path. As the man was disappearing from sight, the doctor leapt to his feet. Call him back, he told one of the nurses. They were defeated. That much was true. But the wounded were still alive. They still needed a doctor's help. No matter what happened, he still had his duty, the duty of a physician. They all did. Out there in the city and in the country, thousands, no, millions were suffering. Their condition was beyond deplorable, and they had no one to care for them, to console them, to comfort them. That was the duty of this medical band. What little they could do, they would do. The doctors and nurses slowly got to their feet. Their bodies were weak and exhausted. Pain shot through them with every step, but the fire now burned in their hearts. They would go. They had a duty. No one else could save these precious lives. For two months, this intrepid team journeyed between the city and the countryside, tending to the wounded while they themselves grew sick from exhaustion and from exposure. All had lost family and friends. The head doctor did not know it at the time, but his beloved wife had been incinerated by the bomb. They were still human, losing heart when they heard that their divine emperor had indeed surrendered and Japan had been defeated by the Allies. But the team, and especially the head doctor, pressed on, going above and beyond their duty to care for those wounded and sickened by the last atomic weapon ever used in warfare. A team from the Nagasaki Medical College, led by a radiologist named Takashi Nagai. And for this week, that's the word. Well, John Peter, the big question that many people will be asking is, who is Dr. Takashi Nagai? And why does he even matter?
1: Takashi Nagai was a radiologist from the Nagasaki Medical College, which is a prestigious medical college in Japan. It was one of the first to teach Western medicine in Japan. He was there when the bomb was dropped in Nagasaki. And as we talked about in the story, he and his team were on the ground caring for those who were injured by the bomb. His importance is in establishing the tone for the legacy of the Nagasaki bombing. Many people credit him with being the most influential figure in this regard. And it started really with his funeral oration for the victims of the bomb. In that oration, he posed the question why was Nagasaki bombed? Especially given its large Christian presence, it was the hub for Catholicism in Japan. His answer was is there not a profound relationship between the destruction of Nagasaki and the end of the war? Nagasaki, the only holy place in all Japan, was not chosen as a victim, a pure lamb, to be slaughtered and burned on the altar of sacrifice to expiate the sins committed by humanity in the Second World War. He also challenged his listeners at that oration, those who survived, to offer up their own sufferings for the expiation of their sins. And after that, he wrote a very famous book, The Bells of Nagasaki, which became a bestseller even though there wasn't much paper in this country at the time. That was eventually turned into a movie and an extremely popular song. He spent the rest of his short time remaining in life writing and working for peace. We're going to keep this one very short. This has not been an easy story to tell, especially since there's just so much here. So we highly recommend you pick up A Song for Nagasaki by Paul Glynn. It is an excellent book that goes over the story of Takashi Nagai's life. And if you happen to be able to get all your hands on a copy of the English translation of The Bells of Nagasaki, you may be able to find that in a library near you. That is Takashi Nagai's famous book, and that is an excellent read. Know that this book is not for little kids, as he is talking about his experiences after they had an atomic bomb dropped on them. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, Will It Make Any Difference, at ThunderRock.org, where you can see the largest story extras collection we've put together yet, which talks about Takashi Nagai, has pictures of him, has links to his books, has several renditions of the song, The Bells of Nagasaki, a translation of the song, and pictures of Urokami Cathedral. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our email and social links if you have any feedback or story ideas.
0: Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.